Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Dear editor Wendy Wagner, they're selling postcards of The Hanging. Wish you were here. Your devoted host, decure for your nightmares. Oh, hello. I thought I'd just send my editor, Wendy Wagner, a postcard. <laughs> Postcards, I love them. Can't fit much on them, can you? More sort of like tweets. I love buying postcards. I always intend to send dozens and dozens of postcards when I travel to friends back home, but somehow I always wind up bringing them back home. Either because the Italian post office was closed, or I didn't trust the concierge to mail them. I should probably become a deltiologist. Did you know there was a postcard boom? Thank you, Jim. At the turn of the 20th century, that there was actually a golden age of postcards from 1907 to 1920. That in 1908, 700 million postcards were mailed in the U.S., Seems the World's Fair of 1893 got postcards off to a raring start. But then, of course, came World War II. Thank you, Jim, again. I will now, of course, try to stay clear of references that would provoke that sound effect. Well, we're going to get you off to a raring start today with a postcard podcast story titled Gordon B. White is Creating Haunting Weird Horror by, well... Gordon B. White. Gordon B. White is the author of the collection As Summer's Mask Slips and Other Disruptions, Trepidatio Publishing, 2020. A graduate of the Clarion West Writing Workshop, wonder if they did postcards there, Gordon's stories have appeared in dozens of venues, including The Best Horror of the Year, Volume 12, and the Bram Stoker Award-winning anthology, Borderland 6. He also contributes reviews and interviews to outlets including Nightmare Lightspeed, Hell Notes, and The Outer Dark Podcast. You can find him online at gordonbwhite.com. And the narrator, the magnificent Stefan Rudnicki. I'd like to get a postcard from him. He can read my postcards any day, my shopping list, anything he wants. <laughs> Stefan is rightly an audiophile magazine golden voice in audiobooks and is currently looking forward to the release of his audiobook version of The Last Shadow by Orson Scott Postcard. Um, no, that's not right. Of the release of The Last Shadow by Orson Scott Card. Orson Scott Card, Gordon B. White. All these three name names. Gordon B. White's a lovely long name. I don't know if it would fit on a postcard. Of course, I love three-name nightmarish names. John Wilkes Booth, Arthur Conan Doyle, H.P. Lovecraft, Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, don't make me stop. I wanted to make it all the way to Manly Wade Wellman. 
Oh well. Time to go. Three words. Sit back and relax and listen to Gordon B. White is creating Haunting Weird Horror by Gordon B. White. You've enjoyed a few of his stories and you follow each other on Twitter. So when you see that horror and weird fiction author Gordon B. White has started a Patreon, you think, sure, I'll throw him a couple of bucks. You pick the $7 tier, postcards of lesser-known haunted houses, thinking it might be a lark to get a picture and a microfiction each month for your modest contribution. You missed the first month's mail drop, but it's just $7. In fact, you've forgotten about it until the next month, on the 13th, when your first perk arrives a three-and-a-half-by-five postcard postmarked in Seattle with a forever stamp from the USPS's spooky silhouettes line, this one with happy and sad drama mask ghosts framed in orange foil windows. It's kitschy, but the picture on the front is just a normal house. Craftsman-style, one-story, blue siding, red door, white curtains. The picture was taken at dusk, but the walkway lights give it a vibrance. In a cramped hand in blue ink, the back reads, 1247 Sawtuck Road. Haunted by a boy with the face of a stillborn Janice kitten and scissor blades protruding from under his eyelids. When he cries, he goes snip-snip. He is more often heard than seen, but whisker clippings are common in dusty corners or matted into unattended hairbrushes. That's it. Not without its creepy charm, but for $7. Inside, you leave it in the mail pile with the bank statements and explanations of benefits that you tell yourself you'll read, but will really just throw away next month. You forget about it there, the postcard, the boy with the kitten faces. But that night, you wake from dreams of soft blade sounds and the sensation of thick hairs falling across your face. Next month, on the 13th, the second postcard comes. The house on the front is two stories, boxy, with Tudor-style trim. The lawn is unkempt, and a pink bicycle with training wheels is lodged in the hedges. Why, you wonder, would someone leave it like that if they were having a photo taken? 329 Mantooth Drive. A ghost of a bird resides in the attic, a ghost of a mouse in the pantry. A little girl with a mouth like a dripping bloom of wilted carnations hunts them from 3 a.m. until dawn. She doesn't like to be looked at. Preposterous. What are these, repurposed tweets? Still, when you take it inside to throw it away, along with the card about the whisker-clipping ghost, you can't find the previous one. You set down 329 Mantooth to look through the pile, but when you turn back, the new postcard is gone, too. All night, you are sure you hear scratching in the cabinets, and when you wake up in the morning, you catch the hint of a sweet smell that could be flowers or rotting meat, or just your imagination. You cancel your Patreon pledge. You're not scared, of course, but these dribbles aren't worth $7. That's the reason, value. And you go to unfollow Gordon B. White on Twitter, only to find that his account seems to have blocked you and his DMs are closed. Well, that proves you were right. There's nothing worse than an artist who doesn't take at least some small personal interest in his followers. But next month, sure as the full moon, the 13th arrives, 
and with it a postcard of an old Victorian crumbling outside, the photo taken from behind rusted gates. Fourteen Continental. The final owner left three severed heads from bearded men on a closet shelf, radio speakers in each one's mouth. They've never made a sound, but sometimes they appear in inappropriate places, eyes rolling left to right like a dial. The refrigerator is a typical hiding spot on hot days, the oven on cold. You throw this one in the trash outside, but even so you hesitate before opening your appliances to make dinner. Instead, you order out for Thai. While you wait for the delivery, you contact Patreon support and also confirm with your credit card company that the charges have stopped. You haven't made any contributions in well over a month. But 30 days later, 1415 West Cherry. This house is fine except for one step which is heard on one stair at 1 o'clock every morning. Children say if you stand there, when the clock strikes, you can see old lady winter coming. Adults, however, know you'll die. And on and on. 765 Warwick, with its Confederate general who can find neither his boots nor his feet, cursing the medic that cut them off. 198 Chesham, uh, with the young maid stitched of spider silk wedding veils, who hides in cupboards, desperate not to be married. 250 Hampton and the family. The whole family tangled like a knot, rolling behind the walls. All of them still coming and coming and coming. Despite your best efforts, the stupid little made-up ghosts infiltrate your dreams, scratching and crying and prowling through the night until they threaten to spill out into the daytime hours. The scent of crisping beard hair when your oven preheats, smeared lip print streaks across the foggy bathroom mirror, impressions like cat's feet across your comforter, but with too many toes that are too thin and long. You haven't even opened the bedroom closet in the two weeks since it dawned on you that you've never owned a hat box, much less that red one with the lid so loose that when large trucks drive past, the box trembles and whispers. Then the card without a stamp arrives. It has no postmark, of course. No indication was sent from the safe distance of Seattle. It has only an exterior photograph of your home. There you are, wearing yesterday's clothes, and frowning, framed in one window, while the other window, though empty, somehow feels full of gleeful malice. But is that a shape, there in the shadows, in the bushes, just beneath it? You know. With sinewy fingers stained blue, he pried the window open and crawled inside. Would he hide under the bed? In the hat box's closet, the crawl space, he waited in darkness, yes, but not alone. For months, he'd been sending his friends ahead to meet him there until the beams were rotten with ghosts and nightmares grew like black mold in the walls. They would live here forever. Shaken, you go back inside, turning on all the lights. And there's your laptop sitting on a living room coffee table where you certainly didn't leave it. Its screen is dark, waiting. As you lower yourself onto the couch, the floorboards bend beneath you, 
and their knotholes open like mouths to groan. The air is thick. Your cheeks are flushed and breathing labored. You reach down to wake the computer, but the trackpad is cool and greasy and leaves an inky smudge across your fingertips. As you look around for a paper towel or a rag to wipe your hand, you could swear a bulge in the wall quickly flattens as if embarrassed at being caught. A heavy truck rumbles by outside, and down the hall from the bedroom, something snickers. Back on your laptop, the browser is open to Gordon B. White's Patreon page and has been scrolled down to highlight the notification that he now offers two new support tiers. For a recurring $8 donation, Gordon can take one ghost per month, put it in a postcard, and send it away. It can find a new home far from you. However, for a single, much, much larger payment, he'll take care of all your ghosts at once. He'll put them into a single story and send them out into the world to haunt other readers wherever they may. As you sign into your Patreon account, the sound of scissors, the smell of carnations, the creaking stair, the shuffling beneath the floor, all of it pauses. They wait for you to enter your credit card information. I don't like postcards anymore. There goes my career as a deltiologist. Oh, well. <laughs> okay, go to your mailbox. Now, I dare you. Well, in a moment. You've been listening to Gordon B. White is Creating Haunting Weird Horror, written by Gordon B. White and narrated by Stefan Rudnicki. Now go out there and tell your little Patreon postcard friends and Twitterers and help spread the word. You realize this one was on The Haunted House, but please consider our many subscription options online, and we would be humbled by your recurring patronage at Nightmare Magazine. Nightstand tip! On your nightstand should be a copy of She Who Became the Sun by, wait for it, three-word name, Shelley Parker Chan, brought to you from Tor Books. Time for credits! Nightmare Magazine is edited by Wendy Wagner. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Adamant Press. The story was produced at Skyboat Media, the premier recording team on the West Coast who now offers the special TARDIS isolation booth to keep your narrator safe and distanced during production. And if you're an author and need an audiobook done, drop us a postcard. Skyboat is headed by Grammy and Audi winners Stefan Rudnicki and moi. Visit us at skyboatmedia.com. The exquisite post-production is done by Jim Freund, who cannot resist the comedy of the power of threes. That's all for now. I'll send you a postcard, drop you a line, stating point of view, indicate precisely what I mean to say. You're sincerely here at Nightmare Magazine, wasting away. From all of us here at Nightmare Magazine, good night, Mayor. Magazine. Jim, three is funny, four is not funny.
It's not even amusing. It's overkill. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.